This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Social Dose, your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media, brought to you every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Today is Tuesday, February 28th. I'm Paris Nicholson at Paris Nicholson on all socials. And I'm Michael Judson Berry at M Judson Berry on socials, except for Twitter, where I'm M Judson One Berry because I created an original account with my college email that I no longer know how to access. But we're working on it. I'm coming up with a complete solution. So Paris, can I tell you something really exciting that happened to me in the last 24 hours? I loved Ariana DeBose's BAFTA performance, personally, her rap. And so I made two TikTok videos and Instagram reels sort of riffing on it with a Schitt's Creek spin on it, since for those of you who don't know, I do a Schitt's Creek spin. And then she commented on it. I love. And said, you're welcome. Ugh. And she she liked them. So I just want to say that was a highlight of my weekend was that Ariana DeBose approved of my Angela Bassett did the thing videos. It's been hard trying to come up with stories this week because all I want to talk about is Ariana DeBose still. I'm not done. I haven't moved on. There's been developments, but we do need to cover other more important topics. I know. We will get to those topics right after this break. So Paris, do tell me who has been coming up on your For You page this weekend? Michael, I'm so glad you asked because I fell into a hole over the weekend and it was an Uh ice fishing hole, believe it or not. Uh, (laughs) I'm actually now obsessed with a user on TikTok at Yummy Jang, Y-U-M-Y-J-A-N-G is my latest obsession. She puts on these like adorable like snow bunny outfits, goes on to some frozen lake, and then proceeds to do the most intense ice fishing I've ever seen. Did you know that there were like hundreds of steps involved in ice fishing? Because I do now. No? Wow. Are you going to take up ice fishing now? Absolutely not, because this woman's doing it for (laughs) me. And it seems like with how successful she's been, there's not many carp left in this lake. Oh, gosh. Well, let's hope she paces herself a little bit. These videos sound delightful, and I can't wait to jump in. They're so cute. My favorite recently has been um, at Leah Rudick, L-E-A-H-R-U-D-I-C-K. She's a stand-up comedian and sketch comedy writer. She has this character called Wealthy Woman, who goes on these misadventures, Mm. where it's like, Wealthy Woman goes on a cruise. And she's like, did you know that there's a thing that's like a giant yacht for people who enjoy buffets and pink eye? And it's all about her (laughs) assistant taking her to do the regular people things. It's so funny. I highly recommend Leah Rudick. I'm on her page right now. And she has an incredible wig with these painfully short bangs. Um, Users, (laughs) if you go onto her page, you will see it right away and you'll know exactly (laughs) what I'm talking about. I'm already in love with this woman. Anybody who has the balls or the ovaries to wear a wig like that, um, you're cool in my book. Also, I want the wig now. If if you can rock a wee fringe, you're big thumbs up from Paris. But you know who I'd love to see more of, Michael? One of my favorite writers and producers, Christian Banda. And guess what? I can because he's actually our correspondent today. Yay! 
Hello, Christian. What's going on, Paris Welcome, Christian. Michael. I love you too. Thank you for having me. That is, this is good. Thank the pleasure is ours. Also, wait how 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 short were those bangs? Was it like Beyonce? You know, remember that one picture of Beyonce? Shorter, bangs shorter. Like, yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Shorter oh, than exactly. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like do that. maybe an inch. I feel like bangs should like you need like a permit, you know, yeah. to have bangs. Mm. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like because... I feel like not everybody should do this shit, and and like. Also, like it screams, I am uh, spiraling most of the time. Yeah. Oh, you think the gays like to cry for help? Girls like to cry for help. So I know you have a story for us, but we will get mm-hmm. to that later. Um, Paris, would you like to kick off our top story today? Dun, 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 dun. That's news sounds. Today, the girls are fighting. The internet is obsessed with Hailey Bieber and Selena Gomez's epic online feud over eyebrows? Why this drama is taking over everyone's timelines on every platform. Then TikTok asks the universal question, after death, is their life anew? Why some users hope their spirit will live on in the ocean waves or in Crab Rangoon. And finally, saddle up partner cause Yeehaw Talk has meandered its way over to Twitter. Why country girls are fighting for a man and making it an over share. Our first story. Are Selena Gomez, Hailey Bieber, Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner, are they all on the rocks? Well, the internet perceives so. The internet has been buzzing with posts insinuating that they are all in an icy online feud over... something? Eyebrows? The most followers on Instagram? Justin Bieber? Unfortunately, we'll never know those answers, but that isn't stopping everyone from reading the mess in the TikTok comments. That's right, Michael. In a story that can only be described as a nothing sandwich, everyone in the comments and online is insisting that there's drama that the girls insist doesn't exist. People are calling Haley and Kylie mean girls after allegedly throwing some subversive shade towards Selena Gomez and her poorly laminated eyebrows. Yes, this is true. Those eyebrows were very, very laminated. And as someone with thick eyebrows, I can't wait to go try it myself. Now, they have all responded saying that they are not fighting. Um, Even Kylie Jenner commented, This is reaching. No shade towards Selena ever. I didn't even see her eyebrow post, guys. You guys are making something out of nothing. This is silly. But it seems like there is something going on because whenever Selena posts something, they all seem to have some sort of a shady response. So it seems like they actually are fighting on social media. I don't agree. I feel like this is nothing at all. And when the girls come into the comments of these users, like literally these random users, these huge celebrities are coming into their comments to be like, hey, this isn't a thing. You're making something out of nothing. I tend to believe women. But that is never going to stop the internet from doing what it does. And that means absolutely going off in the comment section of yeah. these videos. I don't know, Paris. Seem to th- People seem to think there's something there, like at Michaela Monet, who says, if it was an accident, the picture wouldn't look that good. The math ain't mathing. Uh- the brows didn't look that good. <laughs> but uh, maybe they're talking about the response photo of Haley and Kylie showing their eyebrows. Those eyebrows looked pretty on point. So, Christian, what what do you think? Uh, my hot take is that eyebrows are hard. Uh, it's tough to frame the face. <laughs> uh, every time I try and tweeze, I fuck up. Uh, <laughs> and if I see a professional, I'm never happy with them. And also, like, I'm a fan of Selena. I like Selena. I've seen her documentary. I vibe with it. I understood how vulnerable she was. Like, I feel like I could go have a beer with her and we could fucking kick it. I don't know about all these other niggas, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know about Kendall or all of them. Like, I don't know. They're just ganging up. For, it seems like for the sake of ganging up. 
uh, in a way yeah. that's just like uh, what I what I call it earlier, um, a bag of air. This whole thing's a bag of air. There also is the thought that maybe because Selena now is the most followed person on Instagram, that they are just drumming up publicity or drumming up drama just for the sake of followers or just for the sake of getting their their names and faces out there, which would not be the first time a celebrity has done this. Fair yeah, enough. and honestly. To be the most followed person on a platform has to be like a psychotic headspace. So I imagine none of them are doing that well mentally. <laughs> yeah, and, and no wonder a- why Selena's now decided that she's going to take a break from social media. I mean, where is there to go from here? Do you also think her taking a break is also another publicity stunt? And so when she comes back, she'll have like millions think- more followers? Or do you think she's just out? I think it's a flex. I think you get to the top of the top and then you leave and you say, well, I guess my work here is done. Bye. I agree with talk softly. I'm sensitive or at talk softly. I'm sensitive who said, all I know is that I'm now following Selena Gomez on Insta and I'm not sure why. And I'm there because I I agree with you. I'm kind of siding with Selena on this and I want to see what she does. I was just going to say, I found a comment from Haley C13 that really resonates with me who said, I didn't ask for this drama, but it dragged me in by the throat because I <laughs> I truly do not care too much about this group of people. I didn't even know Selena Gomez was that popular on Instagram. But the moment this started showing up on my For You page, I was like, well, tell me more. <laughs> I have no stakes in this race and I couldn't be more invested. On to our next story. This just in, TikTok users realized that maybe meeting their partner later in life was for the best. The I wish I met you earlier trend is proving that truly no one was hot in middle school. People are sharing their fine current selves saying I wish I had met you earlier, but then putting it with a clip of them when they maybe weren't quite so fine. Like a man who when he was young jumped on what looks like a rolled up carpet and then falls down behind his family and apparently breaks his knee while the rest of his family just calmly watches TV and doesn't care. Or people showing videos of them when they were young trying to do singing challenges where they sound a little more like, well, I don't know, a screech owl in heat. So... (laughs) Bro, that shit's funny as fuck. So I personally love this challenge because I love seeing people share embarrassing videos of themselves because it makes me feel better about all the shenanigans I've done in my life. How do you all feel about this? I personally love it. I love how Gen Z is really embracing the cringe and kind of reshifting how we look at social media instead of like, oh, I'm so hot, I'm so cute. It's like, no, I might be cute now, but... Trust and believe I used to be the biggest loser. And I'm actually going to post one of these today, I've decided. (laughs) I've been inspired. So the video I'm going to post is Mm -hmm. just a cute pic of me. So the trend is you post a sexy selfie and then you post some horrible clip of what you used to be. And honestly, still probably are for a lot of us. Um, So I'm going to just post a cute pic. And then this video that we have of me and my best friend, Catherine, who memorized the choreography to Bop to the Top from High School Musical and proceeded to perform it in front of our entire school. Was it a talent Mm -hmm. show or was it just like in the hallway? A show. I can't say if there was talent. I think mine would be similar. It was because I started doing musical theater when I was six and I was a huge musical theater nerd and I loved to perform. And there was one benefit where I did All I Want for Christmas is You. And uh, I was wearing skin tight pleather pants and a vest that was lined on the inside with Christmas lights so that I would light up with a cowboy hat that was also lined with Christmas lights that would line up. And uh, there was also a tap dance involved. And I thought I was the hottest thing ever. I think I was about 10 years old. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm going to admit this. I loved Heelys so much. So oh, I, I was that for you. I, <laughs> I was that motherfucker <laughs> going English and I had my five star like triple binder 
and just like a whole bunch of books. And I was just like skating on Heelys all throughout the way uh, to the point where they had to ban Heelys from the school because I was healing so much. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> you got the banned. We are running to the comment section on these videos, bitch. Yes. Princess Jaya commented, y'all had to be waiting for this challenge because these videos dead. Oh, and yeah. truly, I was waiting for this challenge. I was just waiting for an excuse to post something embarrassing of myself. Yes. Well, because you are down to clown, which I feel like all of us are, but not everybody is. Like at Saturday Daisy, who said, you could literally not waterboard these videos out of me. <laughs> Along with at Jeff.gotmotion seconding Batman couldn't have got this out of me, bruh. We'll get right back into the trending news after these quick ads. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Paris. And I'm Michael. And you're listening to The Social Dose. Let's see what else is happening. In old news, we're all going to die. How bleak. In new news, TikTok is asking what happens to us after death with the don't look for me in the sunsets trends. When I die, don't look for me in the sunsets. I'm going to be a bacon cheeseburger from Friendlies. Uh, That's my my personal one. Everyone has been sharing their own version. Uh, Paris, have you seen these? Michael, I sure have. And I love this trend because it really takes the piss out of everyone whose grandma died and they're like, my grandma comes to me sometimes as a butterfly and everyone (laughs) rolls their eyes um (laughs) because that's just to me stop or like see me in the sunsets no i will not be in a sunset i will be in a wet pot of Velveeta shells and cheese if you are looking for me but don't if i'm dead (laughs) leave me be or the guy who said i'm gonna come back as grocery store sugar cookies which i will be eating him then because i love grocery store sugar cookies Mm -hmm. (laughs) michael they're famously (laughs) cursed and disgusting they are not (laughs) no they're not disgusting they're good bro what are you talking about i love a nice soft cookie Oh, hell yeah. After like, I, uh, I had a rough day at school or football practice, I would eat the shit out of those soft cookies. But Christian, what are some of the comments saying? Yeah, some of the comments. Uh, Ice Spice 2.0 commented, I'll be in Coke, not the drink, deadass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> poor Stafford Few commented, I want to be a doormat again. Again, girl? What you mean again? No. <laughs> and, and, oh, at Stafford Pugh, never be a doorknob, doormat. Never, never. Uh, but some people are struggling to make reincarnation a choice. Uh, weird gay person with uh, two and uh, three ends. Uh, says, what did you call me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paris. <laughs> I'll be in the doctor. <laughs> uh, I'll be uh, in the Dr. Pepper on the moon, I feel you. Weird person again says, I'll either be in Costco, croissants, or the stars. 
aim for the aim moon. For the and if you if you miss, you end up in the stars or a Costco croissant. Like yeah. that's what the saying <laughs> is, right? <laughs> I've never had a Costco croissant, but now I can't wait to go try one. I would be uh, a bottle of uh, Martinelli sparkling cider. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Work. Mm-hmm. Paris's yeah, hey. face. You just Damn look right. so confused. Couldn't be me. TikToker Not Sura has brought Twitter's attention to the wild world of Yeehaw Talk and the trend that has Southern girlies elevator pitching themselves to all the Chris Stapleton dupes. The women are threatening that you better be nice to your man or they'll come scoop him up in their John Deere 1025R compact tractor, you hear? Yes, ladies are saying that if you are not taking care of your man, they will. They say things like, you better start taking care of your man before he finds a cute blonde named Izzy, who he doesn't have to support, never says no, and has all three, I'm not entirely sure what that means. They go on many of them to say that they have built-in waterfalls, which also- It means holes. Okay. All three holes are available. Oh, that's what that means? I'm just so sweet and naive. (laughs) (laughs) These girls are not. These girls are getting into it. Wow, okay. A lot of them keep referring to their built-in waterfalls, which has me absolutely dead. And I'm going to now describe myself as having a built-in waterfall. No, Paris. No, I I don't. (laughs) I don't want to know about your built-in waterfall. But you do have a pool in L.A., so like you're not that far off. My personal favorite part of this is the people who are roasting them, like uh, at user who zero r three who said, "I'm 21. I come with 35 acres, seven vehicles, a pretty pink flower, and a drinking problem." So I just love the ones who are also taking the piss out of this and just being like, you know what, I'm the worst, but he'll still come to me. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm certain none of these men are worth fighting over. I think we can all agree that. And the wives are getting mad. They're starting to clap back. We had one video from Felicia Bowling, too, who said, women thinking it's cute to start a trend about stealing someone else's man. But if you can't call 911 while biting a curb, I suggest you flirt with your own man. Like, mama, are you really about that life? Because I'm looking at your face and I don't see it for you. (laughs) Oh, no, Paris. You think she's going to curb stop somebody, Michael, that little white bitch? I don't know. Maybe she maybe she has hidden talents. Maybe she's seen maybe she takes a lot of kickboxing classes in her spare time or she's like a really aggressive pickleball player. I don't know. Maybe she's stronger than we think she is. Well, anyway, a lot of people are really enjoying this trend, like at Disgust King, who says, I love all the different genres of women. Homewrecker Farm Girl is new to me, but I don't hate it. I love um, a Homewrecker Farm Girl as a demographic. I love when we like unlock a new genre of person that you can be, because then other people that are like, oh, I think I do identify as a Homewrecker Farm Girl can come out of the woodwork and then start living their true lives. Yeah. Incredible point. Reports show that the new Hogwarts Legacy game has teleported from our console screens to our social media platforms, specifically platform nine and three quarters. TikTokers are now posting how each common room parties, how they're completing each side quests, and which houses simply can't hang. Now, this was the sequel that social media was actually hoping for. Now, we check in with Christian Banda. Christian, please explain this to us. I love that millennials just will never let Harry Potter go in a way that's so desperate and sad. Uh, as a as a <laughs> as a former Potter head myself, I, I'm just like, y'all, we need to move the fuck on. However, every time I see some Harry Potter shit, like I get a get a little twinkling of a feeling. Like I I, I remember when I was back in third grade watching Sorcerer's Stone with my homies in November on his birthday, like. I don't know. It, it warms my heart. But then I think about, you know, the worst woman on earth, J.K. Rowling, and how 
she is uh, just such a mega turf and has said some really hateful shit. And I don't like that woman, but I love the world she gave us. So I'm happy that like people are enjoying this Hogwarts game, but like I also uh, I don't know how to reconcile that love with um, you know the the displeasure I have with J.K. Rowling. Allow me to provide an option for you, Christian, because I am maybe 30 hours deep into Hogwarts Legacy with no <laughs> shame whatsoever. Um, I'm actually. I don't know if y'all know this about me. I identify as non-binary. So for me, it was like an internal thing leading up to the launch of this game. I was like, how do I feel about this? And in mm-hmm. my mind, you know, the way these things work, she got the money to sign this deal years ago before they even started making it. And I've watched lots of videos from the developers. They are incredible people. They've put so much diversity and inclusion and representation into this game, which I'm absolutely obsessed with. Uh, There's actually famously a um, notable trans character in the game that I was very pleasantly surprised when I came across. And I was like, oh my God, it got me so excited. It kind of gave me permission to see myself in the magical world that we've grown to love so much. But what are these videos and comments getting into? Oh, these videos are so fun. And I I personally, I've taken the the quizzes and I inexplicably am a Gryffindor, which everyone around me says You're calls me a Hufflepuff. You're such a Gryffindor, Michael. But apparently you I'm have a Gryffindor. Hufflepuff I'm energy. even wearing maroon today. You're giving Ravenclaw. I'm surprised you're a fellow Gryffindor. I'm a Gryffindor as well. Well, maybe I have Ravenclaw rising. Paris, you, are you a Slytherin, Paris? I am, yeah. I always thought I was a Ravenclaw until the Sorting Hat told me otherwise. <laughs> well, then you are part because according to these TikTok videos, these Slytherin parties look like fun. The music behind them, it makes me want to be a Slytherin personally. They busting it wide open in the Slytherin common room. Oh, for yeah. Sure. The common room's really cute. I love um, at Michael Beasley 31. He let us know how he thinks each Hogwarts house party scene, uh, what their party scene would be like. He says Slytherin, the function. Ravenclaw, the good potions. Puff Gang, the herbs. And Gryffindor. The noise complaint. <laughs> it made me so sad to be a Gryffindor because I feel like, yeah, Slytherin, according to at Michael Beasley 31, Slytherin's got the hot party. Ravenclaw and Puff Gang are showing up with the fun stuff. And Gryffindor's just next door being like, y'all better keep it down. <laughs> They're like, Shh. I'm trying to save the world. Sisters, soul child, 86 just said the amount of FOMO I'd have in the Gryffindor common room, lol. And as a Gryffindor, I would. Although when I was in high school, that was me. I was such a nerd. I'd be like, ugh, how dare they have fun? I'm going to sit here and watch PBS. <laughs> this is a slightly different note, but it has to do with social media and Harry Potter, I swear. I want to get, while we're talking about Harry Potter on TikTok, I want to give a special shout out to at Chan Wills Zero, C-H-A-N-W-I-L-L-S Zero, who does the best Professor McGonagall impression I have ever seen. And does TikTok videos of Professor McGonagall like at the gym being like, well, I have to keep in shape when I'm pulling students out of the pond. (laughs) Or she did a whole response to people talking about Professor McGonagall's hole. And she's like, we shall not talk about my nether regions, even when they're on a full display when I'm a cat. But honestly, (laughs) Michael, a hilarious Professor McGonagall impression. If you're a Harry Potter fan playing this game, go check, go check her out. Yes. I see your Professor McGonagall impression and I raise you user The Baddest Mitch on TikTok, who I'm sure you've seen them does the Black Teacher at Hogwarts videos. And they are so funny. She's one of the funniest creators. (laughs) She's actually one of my first follows when I joined TikTok. Um, If you are not watching The Black Teacher at Hogwarts, it's a great series. Go watch it. Her content's amazing. That is The Baddest Mitch, M-I-T-C-H. All right. (laughs) We're way over. Okay, so... Thank you, Christian, so, so much for joining us. And before we say goodbye, tell us where everyone can catch up with you. 
Yeah, hang out with me on Instagram. I uh, I try and keep it light, funny. I try and you know think about stuff. I'm uh, on uh, at that boy Banda. So T H A T B O Y B A N D A. Also, my mom built a hospital. She built a whole hospital in Tanzania, uh, in her home village. And I'm hosting a fundraiser at the Bell House in Brooklyn. And uh, she'll be there. And uh, yeah, we're going to ball out. We have a bunch of great comedians. We got uh, Joe Firestone, Roy Wood Jr., Niles Abstin, Jordan Carlos. They're all going to perform. And uh, we're going to have a good-ass time. So get them tickets uh, before it's too late because it's selling pretty damn well. So yeah, oh. find me on IG and then find me at the Bell House. Host. I'm excited. I will be there. Comedy for a cause. We love to see it. Last week, you guys showed us so much love for the launch of this podcast, which really made me feel so blessed. Um, but this week, we want to hear from you about what social posts you want to hear us talk about. Like, who are you following? What's on your For You page? What trends have we not mentioned yet that you're like, I can't believe they're still not talking about this. And you can let us know that information at thesocialdosepodcast.com. You can even leave a little voice message if you want to feel saucy and hear your own voice played on The Social Dose. I, I love a voice message. So please, yes, let us know who we should be following and please keep posting so we have things to talk about on here. Michael, that's all the time we have for today. Yes. Toodaloo. <laughs> the Social Dose is a Something Else in Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Danielle Jones-Wesley is senior producer. Chelsea Jacobson is producer. And Sunny Balkan is associate producer. This show is engineered by Paul Brogdon, Gulliver Lawrence Tickle, and Jay Beale. 